Welcome to Blockchain Recorded, the podcast for the tech curious, where we talk about anything and everything related to the exponentially evolving crypto blockchain and Web 3.0 space. Blockchain Recorded's mission is simple, to share knowledge and insight and help evolve education in blockchain fundamentals and decentralization solutions. We at Blockchain Recorded are not registered investment advisors and do not deal with financial or trading token elements nor offer any licensed financial services. The content of this podcast is provided for informational and educational purposes only, while the opinions of all parties involved are their own. I'm your host, Nina Zerar. I have a finance background, having worked on Wall Street and the pharmaceutical industry. After living in five countries and dedicating time to my family, I left the corporate world. Today, I work as a freelance consultant and am fascinated by the innovative space of crypto and blockchain, different ways of thinking, and the people that are making that happen. So let's talk blockchain. Before we begin, let me say a few words about our sponsor. This episode sponsors Fourth Tech, which is short for Fourth Pillar Technologies. Fourth Tech is a next-gen multi-blockchain ecosystem, platform, cryptocurrency, and a suite of decentralized applications that enable users to exchange data files and instant messages from wallet to wallet in a secure and decentralized way. The Fourth Tech Charter aims to establish a foundation for decentralized digital identity, multi-chain data exchange, digital data notarization, and decentralization of cloud storage. Established back in 2017, the initiative is composed of individuals and companies that collaborate to create decentralized data management solutions for the benefit of everyone. Two of the fourth tech innovations are 4DX, which can be described as the blockchain we transfer alternative, where the protocol leverages trust sourced from the blockchain and provides a secure immutable wallet A to wallet B data file exchange and 4IM, which uses the Solana blockchain to serve as an immutable ledger exchanging encrypted short instant messages from wallet to wallet. Welcome back to episode with Ivar Mosman, the business development director at Blockstream. In part one, we discussed Ivar's path to crypto, the extensive blockchain ecosystem and its products, such as Blockstream's wallet collection, satellite network, data services, their mining system, Blockstream finance division with BMN hashing power token, and the liquid network. We now continue on to part two. How does Blockstream relate to the, the Bitcoin Lightning Network? Yeah. So again, this this also ties into the into the the future of Bitcoin. Like, what is Bitcoin? What is it used for today? It's you know today you know most of the people they, they buy Bitcoin because they want to get rich. I mean, which is obvious. You know, everyone wants yeah. money. Money. Means, They're not all friends for the tech. <laughs> oh no 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 not at all. You know, yeah, and, let's and, be honest. I mean, sure. And of course, and we're human beings, right? We we you know we like. You know, Reed. this again. This is more like well, yes, and but it's also like you know, it's like it's like being poor. Well, I don't know. There's so many ways of talking about this, but but basically, like you know, why do people want money? Like you know, we have to go into like the psychology of human beings. But you know, yeah, I think sure, most sure. people can agree that having more money is better than having less money. Like if you're really poor, it's not ideal. You know, no, yeah, you course. don't need money to be happy, but money allows you to do certain things. And then there's there's the other extreme where it's like you know, like you have like very very rich people. I like you know, let's go back to like Richard Branson. You know, like mm-hmm. the, the Burton father. I think mm-hmm. was one of his books, um, he talked about his mother, and his mother said, "Money is to make things happen." You know. Yeah. So, so depending on who you are, you know, if if you're, he made these. Yeah, happen. I he mean, made uh, things happen. Money is a tool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Money is a tool. <laughs> uh, it makes things happen. Money is energy. You know, if you mm-hmm. have money, you you could hire people, you could build buildings, you could do things, you can have, you can produce economic activity. 
So money is good. Like if you have good, if you're good intentioned, but of course everyone are different, you know, so some people just, you know, abuse. That's the problem, right? That's, yeah, yeah. that's, that's the problem, right? I mean, most, most people or a lot of people, yeah, you you need to put it to good use. Um, But it's, it's hard to, sometimes it's hard. People don't know, you know, lottery winners, they don't know what to do with their money. (laughs) But sure, sure. Yeah. I mean. So that no, will go but, back to, you know, we're all human beings. So, so, you know, we're all free, you know, we're all born free mm-hmm. to do what we want. We think what we want, we can choose to do what we want. So, you know, it's, it's all, you know, an individual pursuit and, you know, you know, people choose to do good things. People choose to do bad things and for whatever reason. So I think it's just an individual pursuit of these things and everyone. So, so I guess the, the thing is that everyone kind of wants money, you know, it's money is not a bad thing. Money is a tool that can be used for good or good or, or bad things. So, so. So, but so I, I guess we started this this conversation about the lightning network. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> it's, it's easy exactly, to get on so a tangent, of, but yeah. yeah. Yeah, I forget now where we started, but basically, you know, like today, yeah, yeah no, 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 no. So most a lot of people buy Bitcoin to get rich, which is fine, you know, because you know we cover that. It's not necessarily it's not a bad thing, you know. Everyone wants money. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's be honest about that. Um, and and um, so that's you know the store value aspect of Bitcoin, but. You know, to I think to to have Bitcoin succeed, you know, in the future, you know, it has to do more things. You know, so it has to be like a medium of exchange as well. You have to transact on it. And today, you know, like I don't want to spend my Bitcoin today. Like, why would I do that? Why would I sell Bitcoin today to buy something so I'll have less Bitcoin? I'll have the thing, and it's easier to use my Visa card. Why would I use Bitcoin to to pay for things? I wouldn't. I don't. You know, like you know, I've done it for fun. Uh, so yeah. sometimes you buy things that you know only you know you will have to use Bitcoin. To, or sometimes it's easier if you want to send the first month of money, quote unquote. For example, there are certain use cases where Bitcoin is great, but but so you're holding it as a as a store of value. I mean, yes, is, isn't the whole thing about Bitcoin? I mean, you wanna you wanna reach adoption. Yes, exactly. So you want people to use it. Yeah. So you know, if you're if you're the West, you know, you 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 probably buy Bitcoin because you know you, you know it, it's um it's uh, yeah I don't know to get rich to 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 have a return on investment. That's one use case. If you're in Argentina and your mm-hmm. monetary system is, is terrible, then you know sure. Bitcoin. The use case of Bitcoin there is to you know help you not lose all your money. If you if you want to send a lot of money from country A to country B, and country A has great infrastructure in the banking system, country B has terrible. Then Bitcoin mm-hmm. is an alternative. If you if you don't want to have you just if you just like personal freedom, you don't want banks to ask you questions, and you know then you you can use Bitcoin because Bitcoin is just simply better for some things. Um, but I think you know we need uh, we need other scaling alternatives, and obviously Lightning is one of them. So I think mm-hmm, Lightning mm-hmm. is more important for Bitcoin to for Bitcoin to be more uh, usable and to expand mm-hmm. the the range of things you can do with Bitcoin. You know, so you know, like Andreas Nopoulos talks a lot about this as well. You know, like you can you can stream mo- stream money, yeah, and you know, to for Bitcoin to to be a preferred method of payment mm-hmm. in in sort of um, mainstream. You know use cases which is like you know i don't know with this uh you know to pay for uh, a cookie i'm not gonna say coffee a cookie to, to to pay for a cookie it has to be more convenient to use bitcoin you know the, the swiping a visa card using applica is super easy you know so, so yeah. it's for bitcoin to be used as as payment it has to be like better you know than, than the of current course. things convenient easier faster cheaper whatever and the consumer has to be incentivized sure and the merchant has to be incentivized so today merchants you know they pay uh, I don't know, let's say 1% to 5% um, to the credit card companies. So for them, they're incentivized to use Bitcoin because Bitcoin don't, don't, you know, doesn't necessarily have those fees. You know, you can set up a system where it's almost zero fees. 
So sure. anyway, so I think so to to cut it into a summary here, Lightning is important for Bitcoin to expand the, the range of things you can do with Bitcoin. So this is also yes. why Blockstream is working on. So the the Lightning, so the network protocol of Lightning is being developed now mm-hmm. um, by many different companies. I think there are like six implementations now that do different things. They have different properties. They're they're built by different teams, and of course they all have to agree. You know, they all these protocols have to be able to talk together. So all the different protocol developers of Lightning, they have to, you know, come to a consensus about, you know, what the protocol does or certain things that, you know, they have to be able to speak together. Um, so Blockstream is, has something called C-Lightning, which is one of the implementations of Lightning right now. Um, ah, so you have your, your own implementation? or yeah. how, I'm trying to technically understand this. Um, yeah. Blockstream so has we're, its we're, own version of a Lightning network that's called exactly. what you mentioned, C Lightning. C Lightning. So it's written in C, programming language mm-hmm. C, mm-hmm. and it has certain capabilities, um, you know, versus the other implementations. You know, it's easy. It has to compile, easy to set up, and we also have something called um, it's a it's a product using Lightning, which is called Lightning Charge, which is an API um, for merchants to accept Lightning payments. Mm-hmm. You know, so so we're building out the the Lightning Network, where you know our team is helping to build the Lightning Network to 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 set the specifications of the Lightning Network uh, and also create applications on top of that. That helps the adoption of the Lightning Network. Um, so I'm I'm just yeah. trying to so I'm trying to picture the relation between C Lightning and the Lightning Network that we know of as of as of today. Um, yeah. What is what's the so what's the difference? You have like your own. In, I mean, yeah, I'm not so a developer, exactly. so it's difficult our, for me to understand. Um, of course, yeah. So, so you could say, like, um, you know, um, th- so for, for a protocol to work, um, so so it's, first of all, it's it's helpful to have different mm-hmm. different implementations of the protocol mm. because that okay. creates redundancies. You know, if you just have one thing that does one thing with one set of rules only, yes. and if that thing fails, the whole thing fails. So it's, okay. it's important to have okay. different sort of protocols choice. that talk together. Yeah, different mm-hmm. choice that follow mm-hmm. different rules. So mm-hmm. so if an attacker is, is able, let's say, to shut down one one um, implementation, maybe the other ones he's not able to because they're built differently. But they all have to mm-hmm. co- operate together. They have to all talk to each other. So mm-hmm. there are certain parameters of the network um, that has to function. So we are developing one of those uh, implementations. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, yeah. So it's yeah, and also I have to say, like the the team, like Christian Decker, he's um, mm-hmm. so it's 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 Rusty, Lisa, and Christian on the team uh, uh, mainly at Blockstream, mm-hmm. and and I mean Christian was one of the sort of the the, the creators or, or inventors. He, he didn't call it the Latin network; he called it he called it payment channels. But he he was basically ah. uh, writing this paper about this this type of technology. You know, it, it was. I don't know which year year it was, but it was when people talk about how do you scale Bitcoin, and right. then um, there was another implementation of that it was called the Lightning Network. Mm-hmm. They released it, their paper first, and then Christian had a very similar paper. He, he didn't release it. He released uh, it later, but he thought it was okay. very similar. Okay. But anyway, so so yeah, so we're so we're helping to to basically build out and create the Lightning Network um, because it's important to Bitcoin to do that. Yeah, of course. Very cool. Wow. We are just uh, so many topics in <laughs> too little time. Yeah. I'm just I'm just checking out. We're like almost an hour. But let's um, maybe when going towards like wrapping it up. Um, so all these products, all this um, 
sort of all these, this is just, it's just awesome. I'm, I'm sort of just engulfing it all in <laughs> as you explain everything. Of course, no, I can't get past to the topic of uh, maybe we sort of move away from, from Blockstream and, and the products, but just um, tying it in with decentralization, right? I mean, I actually, um, this reminds me, of what you were talking about just just last your talk i listened to your um youtube video from i think it was like 2015 so this is um sort of when you were getting started you were um cheering for for bitcoin um but you were talking about decentralization and trust in the system etc cetera, etc cetera. um you have definitely not altered your opinion on bitcoin and crypto since then but maybe talk to us about that and, and tell us maybe your thoughts now. Um, and also you mentioned network effects before. I mean, this is also an important concept, right? Mm, maybe just shed some light here. Yeah, definitely. So yeah, it's funny like this. Uh, yeah, I think it was 2015. It was in, I was living in Shanghai, China, working for the government yeah, you were, and trying okay. to figure out, hey, like, you know, I'm so interested in Bitcoin. Like, how can I, how can I somehow yeah. get Bitcoin hacked into my daily job? You know? Yes, so, yes. So, you know, and, and as a, as a, as a consulate general, you do a lot of presentations and, and you know, a lot of, uh, you know, you get people together. There's a lot of networking going on, especially in China, mm -hmm. where, you know, the, a lot of the culture, uh, uh, you know, like you have to get to know the person. That's not a rabbit hole we can go into, mm -hmm. by the way, like, like cultural differences between East and West. It's like in, in mm -hmm. the West, you know, you often, you don't necessarily want to know the person you're doing business with. Let's keep it personal. Let's, let's not mix personal business. In China, it's like, you know, you, you, they don't want to do business with people that they don't know. So there's a lot of networking, mm -hmm. a lot of events, you know, and, and stuff like that. And so uh, we were hosting one event where we actually had, we had like super cool people. We had Ben, ben Gertzel. Mm -hmm. He's, uh, he's a, one of the great minds within artificial intelligence. Um, oh wow! Yeah, yeah. So, so, so I managed to get him him on there as a speaker, as a robotics and AI company based in, in, in Hong Kong. And so, basically, it was a seminar. We talked about uh, exponential growth of technologies and what's going to happen. We talked about things like AI, where Ben talked about AI, and uh, you know, it's because there are certain technologies um, that are that are just going exponential. And yeah, and of course, the disruptive to, technologies. Yeah. yeah, disruptive stuff. So I wanted to talk about Bitcoin, you know, I wanted to evangelize Bitcoin. So so basically <laughs> I had a I had a I read a book called Bold by, by Peter Diamantes and Stephen Cooper, which is like awesome. It it talks about it's the six Ds of disruption, which mm -hmm. which explains how how an industry what happens to an industry when the industry becomes digitized. Mm. Uh, and the exact the, the traditional example is like Kodak, you know, like Kodak, they they you know, you know the camera company. They even invented the digital camera, but they didn't. They didn't believe in the digitization because they thought, well, the camera it weighs like it's a black and white camera. It's like super mm -hmm. shitty pictures. It weighs three kilos. This thing will never work. But then, mm. once you digitize something, it becomes exponential, mm. and you know, you go from zero point one megapixel to zero point two, four to zero point eight, and then you go on and on and on and on, and suddenly mm -hmm. you hit the exponential curve, the S curve, mm -hmm. and then. You know, if your if your if your products are digitized, you ride the the exponential curve, and anyone any industry that isn't able to move from the analog world to the digitized yeah. world, they will Falls lose. back. Yeah, fall, like fall in, 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 in any industry. And the thing about digitization is that people don't understand exponential growth. Like humans, we're not mm -hmm. our brains don't understand exponential mm -hmm. growth like if we chase mm -hmm. a hyena we're actually if we run away from a hyena 
you know, or mm-hmm. we want to catch a, catch a prey. We're like we think, okay, he's going to run up this speed, so have to be there in the future. It's it's just it's not exponential. We can't think in exponential terms, mm-hmm. and so it's very deceptive. You know, we think, oh, it's it's a shitty camera. It's not going to do anything, and that thing will never work. But then, you know, mm. once it hits one megapixel, two megapixel, four megapixel, eight megapixel, one year after another, suddenly you're yeah. you're out competed. You know, so it's mm-hmm. it's deceptive. It's digitized. Mm-hmm. So the six Ds are digitized. Then it's deceptive. Then it's disruptive. Mm-hmm. It disrupts whole industries. Then it becomes demonetized because it becomes for free, basically. Mm-hmm. So Kodak used to sell, you know, physical film to make, to, you know, to take a picture. They had a camera and they had a they had a film, you know, where mm-hmm. you develop, you know, paper. So they become dematerialized and it mm-hmm. became free because you just have your phone and you can take a picture for free and you can send it for free. And then it becomes democratized. So digitized, mm-hmm. deceptive, disrupted, demonetized, dematerialized, democratized. Democratized means everyone can do it because it's for free. That, you know, the person, mm-hmm. quote unquote, Africa, poor country, has yeah. has a phone and he has access to all the information of the world. That's democratized. And this is what Bitcoin does. Bitcoin is moving uh, money, assets, power from an analog world into a digitized world. And this is what Bitcoin is doing now. That's why the, the central banks and the payments industry, the financial industry, they cannot compete with Bitcoin because Bitcoin mm-hmm. is running the exponential curve. Mm-hmm. You know, Bitcoin is permissionless. That means permi- permissionless innovation, permissionless use. It's just it's just better in every single way. So so that's why even you know Elon Musk talks about this. Like if an industry, if the innovation of industry. A is higher than the innovation industry. B industry and they're competing. Mm-hmm. Industry A, A will win. You know mm-hmm. that's why they're permission. Mm-hmm. So so Bitcoin will win. It has to win. And so that's what I talked about in 2015. It's uh, you know and that's why you know when Andreas talks, it makes sense to be like yeah, yeah like one plus one is two right yeah one plus one is two. So you yeah, just keep yeah. adding ones and you'll see in ten years Bitcoin will it will disrupt and democratize money and money is power. yeah and it has right i mean it already has i mean that was 2015 you're yeah you're way ahead of your time but um it has um i i remember we were you and i know know each other for for some years now but you you mentioned to me just watch um you know in in some years time or or what I, I forget which year this was. You said you know you'll you'll see on on TV or on MSNBC <laughs> they'll follow Bitcoin. Though everyone's going to talk about it because back then no one talked about it, right? So just this this concept of network effects and everything. I mean, it's everywhere. It's everywhere now. Yes. Right. Um, exactly. And there's no way. There's there's just no way of going back. Which even so, you you mentioned okay in terms of decentralization and and this this concept of network effects. And then yes. re- now we're talking about the sort of the the word metaverse, right? Um, that that's a whole. Other, I think that's a whole other topic. Probably we don't have time yeah. for all of that today, but it, it's just amazing the the network effects of Bitcoin, right? I absolutely. Um, so so on the, on that point, because you asked about it before as well, so I want to say here, shout outs to Trace Mayer. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you know, like like I want to give a sh- like just you know like. With, with um, you know, back in early days, uh, it's always harder when, you know, there are no people, you, know, you, you have those like passionate, diehard people that have to go first and pave the way, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and, and of course you have like people like Julian Assange, you have to surf and punch, you have, like you have to almost have like people that go to prison, you know, like take the, take the, 
take, take the bullet. You know, take the, exactly, take 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 the bullet, and then it's easier for people to follow. You know, mm-hmm. those are the brave people. And and but 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 you know, uh, back then I remember Trace Mayer. You know, it was it was like Andres Antonopoulos um, and Trace Mayer, and you know, people like that. Even Eric Forhees. You know, like I was listening to them talk about things. And so so anyway, so Trace Mayer he he coined an article called Seven Network Effects of Bitcoin." Where I think mm-hmm. it's super interesting, really cool because he talked about like he broke it down. Like he said, like basically, look, this is why. So you know, like so any like if for any system or any product mm-hmm. or any service or any company, um, you know, how do you decide? Like how do you know like one this you know thing will win over others? Mm-hmm. You know, like how how can a competitor you know easily come in and take over? Like if you look at the network effects, that's, that's a good good framework to look at things. And mm-hmm. the, the typical example is that, like you know, Google, Google is huge behemoth. They 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 relate to the to social um, networking, you know, or like like uh, what do you call it, like uh, social media. Um, so so Facebook, um, they they did Facebook obviously, and they were right. like the first quote unquote in social media. I mean, there was before, but you know, MySpace and stuff like that. But and, and then Google, they're like, oh shit, like yeah, yeah, Friendster. You know, Google, they're like, oh man, we missed out. You know, you know, they're just nerds. They didn't get the social mm-hmm. thing, so they missed out. But then they tried to make Google Plus, but then mm-hmm. but then Facebook, they had like one. I mean, they had more network effects, but the primary one was was users. They had one mm-hmm. network effect, which were users, and users they didn't they didn't want to switch from Facebook to Google. Mm-hmm. So even though Google had all the money in the world, they could they were unable to to dethrone Facebook because Facebook mm-hmm. had one network effect, mm-hmm. and Bitcoin has like seven. So when people say, "Oh, Bitcoin is going to be replaced," and blah blah blah, this is like the the conversation I have with the newbies. You know, like, oh well, you hear all the all the all the, all the silly things they say, like, "Oh, there's so many coins," or or, or you know, proof of work, blah, blah blah blah. You know, you have to look at the network effects. How you break it down? So, so one, so Trace Mary talked about speculation, which is like, you know, where to get rich. How many mm-hmm. people own Bitcoin? You know, mm-hmm. the value goes up. A lot of people want to own it. So a lot of people mm-hmm. own it. So that's, that's sure. the network effect. You have users and you have developers. So if you have a lot of users, you have a lot of developers. A lot of developers, they make cool stuff, which attracts more users. So it's like a snowball. It's like it, they, they enforce one another. Sure. And then you have, you have users, you have developers making cool products, and then you have merchants. Since a lot of people have Bitcoin, they want to spend Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. So then mm-hmm. merchants say, oh, hey, wait, wait a minute, Bitcoin is cheaper than Visa. Okay, let's use Bitcoin. They mm-hmm. plug into the Bitcoin network that um, Michael Saylor talks about. They're plugging into the Bitcoin network. Right, right. And then you have consumers that start to use it. And then with all these things, you know, you're incentivized. The price goes up on Bitcoin because the more people want to buy it. So then, then miners are incentivized to mine more Bitcoin because the price is up. So then the you have security, which is another network effect. So you have more more hashing power, more security, mm-hmm. which makes mm-hmm. attracts more users, which attracts more developers. And then you have financialization where Bitcoin becomes a financial asset, which you see today. And mm-hmm. BMM product is one such example mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then you have adoption of bitcoin as, as the world reserve currency mm. the union of account so those are the seven artifacts um penned um by 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 trace mayor way back when so i think that's a useful framework to think about bitcoin and think about like which systems will succeed or not you have to look at the properties you know like bitcoin sure. is decentralized decentralization is, a, is a, an extremely important property of a system that is trying oh, to take over and disrupt and democratize and, and, and demonetize the creation of money, which is power. Yes. You know, money yes. is power. Money is yes. energy is power. You know, like, 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 you know, if you have a system that goes after the, the mother of all assets, you know, money, energy itself, you better be decentralized, you know, 
So, so that's mm-hmm. something very important. That the only you know, and now we can talk about decentralization. And you have to you could you can rank all the different systems or coins, whatever you know, and and you know, so 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 anyway, so you know, like you know, so yeah, so so anyway, it's a useful framework to to talk about newbies that don't understand why Bitcoin is important, why Bitcoin matters. Um, yeah, definitely, for sure. Yeah. You 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 talk about so adoption is a world reserve currency unit, right? So that. That makes happen. me, yeah, and me, well, it, it is happen. in a it's way, inevitable. and and the the reply of the governments today, right? I mean, the central banks are obviously planning, and this is not a secret. We're, we know that they're planning the their own digital currencies, right? Um, I want to sort of mm-hmm. skip ahead here. I wanted to ask you more about yeah. <laughs> other topics, um, yes. but this sort of brings me this brings me to. So the central bank digital currencies, right? W- w- what do you think of the CBDCs? And you know, I, I've been thinking about this also a lot, just also because I have a finance background. How do you think that they will coexist with the crypto scene? I mean, we have Bitcoin. We have obviously we're you're much. I would I would say probably you're a crypt, um, Bitcoin maximalist, <laughs> given given your enthusiasm. But of course, shout out to the Ethereum crowd as well. But I think we're all in in this together anyway. But you know, do you think that it will be a rivalry or or how how will it coexist? Do you think with with what yeah. the central banks are planning on doing now? I mean, they're obviously using the blockchain technology. They're planning everything has been sort of laid out for them. What what do you think is going to happen? Right. So, well, first of all, like all about like the so like as a, as a human being as a person, uh, mm-hmm. I try to focus on solutions. And I try not to be so much against things. I want to be like sure, a, of course, sure, sure, seeker, not a problem finder. And and I don't. I like to not try to push against anything. So I think like people are just trying to no. do their thing in the space and all as well. You know, like let's you know mm-hmm. let's see who wins. You know, like let's do this. The real uh, the real competitor is the central is the current system. You know, right. and we can go deep on that as well. Like you know, like like how to you know CBDCs, governments, um, crypto. I mean. You know where is this whole thing going? I mean, ultimately, you know, Bitcoin. You know, Bitcoin is 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 energy. It's 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 digitized power. Uh, it's mm-hmm. taking it away from from the the pyramid structure. So I think the you know the issue, quote unquote, of of the world. To, well, there's maybe a lot of issues, but one issue which is at the root of a lot of things is is the. It's like okay, so we have the how do as how does uh, a society structure itself to 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 make decisions, to allocate resources, mm-hmm. um, you know, so that the desires of individuals and the desires of the society as a whole are met. You know, it's it's yes. <laughs> this is like the big thing. Like, how do we structure our structure our society so that that countries and societies and, and individuals prosper, that they're given education. And that they're given, you know, every chance that they can. That, that decisions are being, that problems are being addressed by the right people. That people mm-hmm. making decisions, you know, feel the pain if they make a wrong decision, or they get the advantage if they feel the right decision over time. It's just like how do we structure our society in in ways that humans as a species can evolve and do cool things and become like a multiplanetary species? And how do we not have corruption? You know terrible incentive systems, inconvenient mm. systems, sort of drag down humanity from what it can be. And I think like one term is like govern. How do we govern mm-hmm. planet Earth so that we can all prosper? You know, mm-hmm. that's a huge thing. And I think this is what 
at, at this is what crypto is going after. Money is just like one pillar, mm-hmm. you know, like, like money is the, the internet is the nervous system of the world where information flows, mm-hmm. information is created, transmitted, consumed permissionlessly, you know, without rent seekers and Bitcoin is the same thing, but it's just for power, energy, assets. So, so that's like a big speech, but, but you, you asked about CBDCs. Yeah. Uh, so let's I mean, go there. Sure. Yeah. I mean, because anyway, the ideas different are like, societies, different governments, right? But, yes, but the, all, all sort of roads point to the same direction. Yes. So, so specifically about, uh, so I think the overall goal of crypto is, is to reorganize how we govern planet Earth. Mm. And then you can break it into countries and, and, and nationalities and nations and stuff like that, but or local authorities and and, and, and people have different philosophies and things like this. But anyway, mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. a beautiful mess. Uh, and I think crypto is a huge part of that. We can talk about that for hours. <laughs> yeah, for a long time. So let's talk about CBDCs. I yeah. think governments, you know, I, work, I mentioned I worked, uh, I worked uh, you know, a couple of years in, in, in the government, uh, government function. I, I got to see how governments were a... a an organization of the government work and i mean governments they cannot innovate you know mm. why because people that choose to work in, in in government for the most part i mean the system of the government is terrible you know incentives are misaligned you know the, the people that choose to work in, in certain positions they're you know they may start out being you know wanting to change the world to change the system mm-hmm. but, mm-hmm. but but they're they at some point unless you're very very strong you, you become corrupted by the system and so the I, system I think we of know government that. is bad. <laughs> exactly, we yeah. all know this. So, so whenever <laughs> government tries to do something innovative, and the mm-hmm. government they basically say, okay, everything is digitized. Okay, so mm-hmm. so 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 internet has already. We talked about the six Ds. Uh, yeah. You know, everything is being digitized. The, the, one of the last things we just talked about now, the government is gov- government itself. So government mm-hmm. they see, oh man, we have to do something here. You know, we're like our, yeah. our, our, our power structure, which is you know underpinned by money. Mm-hmm. It's being threatened. Okay, we have to we have to act. You know, they're like Kodak panicking because they see like Nokia is, is, is suddenly has more producing more cameras than Kodak. And they're like, oh shit, we missed out. So CBD, mm-hmm. CBDCs is governments. You know, you know either it's it's it's. Um, I mean, different governments have different incentives. So I don't say government as a whole. Like some nations, governments, they are like really. You know, they try to do the good thing for the people. Sure, and sure. They just want to you know, digitize and they see this, we have to do, we have to do CBDC. So this is like obvious. Yeah, they have to, they have to create mm-hmm. a Bitcoin quote unquote, but they have to be mm-hmm. regulated and they want control. They don't want to give a control. So, the, so they have to do no. CBDCs. I get it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Obvious. But then we talked about, you know, the network effects. Mm-hmm. CBDCs like the, so, so, so Bitcoin is code. Cryptocurrency is code. Yeah. The, mm-hmm. the better developers you have, the better, smarter, more passionate developers, the better the system. Mm-hmm. And what governments don't have, they don't have passion people. They don't have smart people. I mean, yeah, they have some smart people, but they don't have the real <laughs> smart people. If you combine, I'm sure there's passion, some there's smart people. Yeah, sure, for sure. I mean, uh, I mean, yeah. Of the course. system I mean, I, is I, I, flawed I just, in in the beginning, right? Yes, I mean, it's yes, it's slow it and fixed, and yes, um, yes. Which, in in some respect, okay, maybe it's in a good way that they're that they're slow in regulating the whole crypto scene. But that's 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 gonna that's my question, right? I mean, I yeah. which is what I'm questioning myself every day. How is this 
how is this going to interplay or how are they going to intertwine with each other? Are the go- yeah, is the government going to be able to, you know, you can't, uh, I mean, Bitcoin's proved itself again and again that it's, you know, it, it falls, but then it picks itself up again, right? How, yeah, how, how is it, what is it going to be like? I yeah, mean, so will they- I think we, we, yeah, exactly. I, th- I think we touched on this. Like, so people, individuals were free, were born free. We love freedom. Bitcoin represents freedom, okay? Well, most people, it's, it's, yeah. But yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, Freedom, Bitcoin represents choice, it represents freedom. Mm-hmm. We all want that. And and if you're a smart quote unquote person, you you realize, you realize what we just talked about. You realize that the pyramid structure of power mm-hmm. is is not a good thing. So mm-hmm. if you're very smart, you you don't you don't work for the government on their CBDCs, you choose to work for Bitcoin or crypto. That's why you know some of the smartest people, you know, in finance and banking, they're or, or engineering or whatever name your your industry they're coming to crypto because they see what is this and the more people again now we go back to this network effects the more people own it you know like like government will not i think be able to sort of you know control crypto what's going to happen is that the adoption of crypto is going to be it's exponential Mm -hmm. so in a few years there are going to be so many everyone's going to be a bitcoiner including the people in power and like what Steve Jobs said, I don't remember the problem was, but he said like death, death takes care of a lot of problems. Old mm. people don't want to change; they they resist change. But you just you just give it time, and the what is it, Gen X, the the person today growing up with crypto in, in thirty years, he's going to be in government. So latest by thirty years, you know, crypto is going to be it's going to be I think everywhere, and and the CBDC thing. You know, it's all innovation. The better system wins. The the, the system with best network effects wins. And I think mm. CBDCs cannot have more network effects than Bitcoin or crypto, you know, because they just can't. By the nature of the, so the government, they have to play in the, in the regular space. You mm. know, like crypto, passionate cypherpunk, they don't play in that, those rules. Software is free speech, you know, mm. so they could play in rules. They could do things government can't do it so it's like it's like uh government it's it's like um an outdated dinosaur that is like has a straight jacket on <laughs> and Bitcoin is like an alien just, yeah. just, just <laughs> zoning down from outer space doesn't follow the rules you know it, it can hover it can do things you know what i mean There's, it doesn't you know what i mean and and, and the, the dinosaur which is straight jacket, it's trying to tame this alien and the alien just looks at this old outdated thing mm. sort of with amusement you know, knowing <laughs> that it, you know it's, we, we, it's already lo- like it's already won. Like Bitcoin is already like yeah. I don't think. I mean, it's, it's definitely this, proven itself for sure. At the heart of this, yeah, it's education. It's the people that know these things. Mm. They see one plus one plus one is three, and the people that don't know this thing, and they just don't see it for whatever reason. So, but yeah, but okay, we have to, you know, but we still have to build the stuff. Right? That's why. That's why blockchain is doing what it's doing. We, you know, we can't take mm, it for granted. Yeah. Every day we have to grind. For sure. But, you know, we're the aliens. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, well, this is just, I mean, Yor, this is super interesting. I mean, I think bottom line, just to to sort of wrap up the last question and then sort of wrap everything up, um, CBDCs will exist in certain ways. Yeah. Yeah. the crypto scene, I guess they will they will have their parallel power play. With the governments, I mean, obviously we will. There will be regulation. It's in some ways, you know, it's maybe it's good to have certain reg, certain amount of regulation 
Um, but I guess we'll just see where it, where, where it goes, right? I think this was this was just super interesting. I mean, just just one thing that you mentioned last. Um, you said everyone's going to be in Bitcoin. I mean, it, it's still hard. I mean, yeah, it's definitely become more mainstream. It's still not there yet. I don't see my parents, you know, that are baby boomer generation. They 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 don't have the concept. They they can't grasp it. But like you said, I think you know through time they they will. Their children yeah. will understand. Which is us. <laughs> yeah. So and even people, of, I mean, younger people. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. That 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 yeah. is the, that is the undeniable uh, evolutionary path of crypto. Sure. You know, yeah. Definitely. Is, yeah. But yeah, I mean, Ivar, I think where we've gone pretty long here, um, so many interesting topics. I mean, great projects that you speak of with Blockstream. Um, you did just start your path there, but I wish you all the best and, and, and good luck and, and hope that, I mean, there's been topics that we did not cover in detail that we wanted to get to, but um, hoping that we could have you back in some time or maybe you or a colleague and we can talk more about Blockstream and, and it's um, what it's accomplishing and and just your thoughts and concepts in the pipeline. Definitely, I'd love to be back or some of my colleagues. Great to Ivar, yeah, great questions. Th <laughs> thank you. Well, great answers, and uh, thank you so so much for your time. And like I said, I hope to to see you back soon or hear from you back thank soon. Thank you. Sounds Thanks, Ivar. Great. Thank you, now. Bye. -bye. Thanks. Thanks again to Ivar, and thank you everyone for listening. Thanks to our sponsor, Fourth Tech, who's supporting our first steps in the podcast world. And thank you to the Badian Music team for providing their music. You can check out their latest album on badianmusic.com. You can find all supporting information on our website, blockchainrecorded.com. And you can also find us on Google, Apple, and Amazon Podcasts, as well as Spotify, Radio Public, and Stitcher. Be well and stay tuned for our next episode.